This is a Capricorn FM podcast. This Grade 12 lesson is proudly brought to you by the Department of Education in partnership with Capricorn FM. Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. Good afternoon, listeners. My name is Mulebrem J. Today we are going to talk about the, the cash budget. Now, the cash budget is a plan. It's a plan that we use to predict the future expenditure. So it's an estimation of the income and expenditure for a set period of time. So in short, I can say a budget is a written financial plan that is prepared for a future period. So it's a process of planning how to spend your money. Now we have the the purpose, the purpose of preparing the cash budget. Now the first purpose is to project or to estimate the expected bank balance at the end of the budget period. So the second one is to predict or to estimate the expected cash reliefs and paid over a budget period. And the other one is to anticipate future receipts and payments, to anticipate future movements of cash, and to monitor and control over receipts and payments, and lastly, to identify the future bank balances. So it is absolutely important for us to know or to project or to estimate the expected bank balance at the end of the, the, the budget period. So there are also a number of reasons why we need to keep a budget. Um, one of the reasons is for planning purposes. Now, when we budget... That is a plan. We plan as to how are we going to spend our money. And we will be able to see how much we can spend. So the other reason might be for monitoring purposes. Now, when we prepare the budget, we, we need to monitor our finances. We will be able to monitor our expenditure so that we do not overspend. It is important to check our finances, to check as to how we spend money to avoid overspending. Now, in preparing the cash budget, the the most important way to remember is cash. Only the inflow and outflow of cash is predicted and planned for in the the cash budget. So in other words, when we budget, we will be looking into the cash, the money that is coming into the business, and the money that is going out of the business. Now, a cash budget shows the estimates of the future cash receipts and payments. But before 
a business can decide on large expenses. They must determine how much cash they expect to have in the bank at that specific point in time. Now, we're going to focus on the preparation of the cash budget. But before we can prepare the cash budget, you need to prepare what we call the data collection schedule. Now, how to prepare the data collection schedule? Now, when, when goods are sold on credit, the profit is accounted for immediately, but the cash comes in on a later stage. Now, how much later will depend on the policy of the firm. For instance, the business may allow debtors to pay their accounts in 30 days or in 60 days. So it is always advisable for the debtors to pay their accounts within 30 days as the business will be using that money to pay for the creditors. Remember, not all debtors pay promptly. But the business will, and for the past experience, they know what percentage they actually pay each month. Now, when you prepare the debtors collection schedule, you need to draw up a table where in the first column you will indicate the the month and the second column it will be used for the credit sales and the the third column and the fourth column it will be uh, the month now which means if we sell goods on credit this month, let's say we sell goods on credit in October, it does not necessarily mean that we are going to receive money in October. You find that we are going to receive certain percentage in October, another percentage in November, and another percentage in December. We don't receive a cash or the money, all the money, uh, within the same month. So we are going to receive uh, the money according to the percent. That is why um, in most business, they allow the debtors to pay in 30 days, others in 60 days. Now that is how we, we, we need to prepare the debtors collection schedule. But when it comes to uh, the, the, the cash budget, uh, the cash budget is divided into two sections. That is the cash receipt section and the cash payment section. Now, under the cash receipt section, that's where you are going to record all the cash transactions, all the money received by the business. And if the, the money is coming into the business, we're going to record it in the, under the cash receipt. And then at the end of the month, we add all the receipts for the month and it will give us 
the total receipts. But when it comes to, but remember, you will have the cash, uh, the cash sales under the receipt section. You will also have um, payment from uh, from the debtors or cash receipt from the debtors. And then you will also have things like the, the rent income. And then we will also have something like the, the loan. If we acquire the loan, it means the money is coming into the business. So it's going to be regarded as a repeat. And then if we can have something like um, commission income, therefore it's going to form part of the receipt. And from there, you add all the receipts for a particular month. If you are preparing a cash budget for two months, let's say April and May, you will indicate how much is expected to be received from May and how much is expected to be received for April. And then you add all the money received, and then it will give you the total receipt. And from there, you move on to the payment section. Uh, Another payment section, that's where you will record all the money spent by the business. Now, if, if, if the business is paying for the expenses, therefore, all the payments made by the business are going to be recorded under the cash payments. So we will be having uh, things like the cash purchases of trading stock. We will have the payments like payments to creditors. If we do pay for our creditors, therefore, we're going to record them under the payments. And we will also have expenses like salaries and wages. If we are paying for the workers, that is a payment, we need to budget, we need to predict as to how much are we going to spend on the salaries and wages. And then the other thing that we need to take into account under the payment is the loan instrument. If we borrowed money from any financial institution, we find that at some point we need to repay back the loan on installment. Now, that installment is a payment. Therefore, it's going to be recorded under the cash payment. And then the other expenditure that we need to take into account is the, the interest on loan. Uh, remember, if we borrow the money from the bank, we need to find, we need to service our loan. So the interest on loan is an expense, and as such, it's going to be recorded under the cash payment. And from there, we will have expenses like insurance. If we are paying the insurance premium to one of the insurance companies, therefore, that's going to be a payment. And the other thing is that drawings. If we, um, the owner took, um, if the owner can decide to withdraw um, money from the business, or in the form of stock or whatever, that's going to be part of the cash payment. And we have so many expenses, such as delivery expenses, such as the sundry expenses. Now, 
all those expenses, the form or they're going to be recorded under the cash payment. And from there, you, you, you add, you add all the payments for that month and then it will give you the total payment. And once you have the total payment, therefore it means you need to go back to the cash receipts. You, you, you take all the, the receipts, you take the total amount for the receipts and you subtract the total amount for the payment and it will give you what we call the cash surplus or a shortfall. A cash surplus is when the receipts are more than the the payment, and the shortfall or a deficit is when we have paid more than what we have received. In other words, it's when um, the payments are more than the receipts. Therefore, it will give us a shortfall. Now, a shortfall needs to be recorded in brackets. And from there, you you add the opening balance. You will be given uh, the opening balance, and it will give you the closing balance. Now, that closing balance will be the closing balance for April, for instance, and you transfer the balance, that balance, to May, which will set as the opening balance for May, and you will add it with the the cash surplus for me, then it will give you the closing balance from uh, May. Now, without any further delay, we, we're going to, to look into an activity here. And then I, I've just selected a question from uh, the past examination papers. And here it says, um, we having a hardware here called Google's hardware, and then this hardware is owned by Google's, and then we are required to prepare the data collection schedule. Now we 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 are required to prepare the data collection schedule for two months which is from um, March to April, uh, March to April. So as I'm checking from the information, uh, you draw a table of four columns, and then the first column, that's where you need to indicate the month, and the second column, that's where you're going to indicate the credit sales. And the third column uh, is going to be um, March because we are required to prepare the data collections schedule for two months, which is March and April. So the third column is going to be used for March. And the fourth column that is going to be used for April. Now, uh, we are given the credit sales for February. Uh, Under the month column, you record uh, February. 
and then the credit sales for February is hundred and fifty two thousand. You will record hundred and fifty two thousand under the credit sales. And from there, let me just um, indicate all the credit sales and thereafter we will start with the transaction. For March, the credit sale is 160000 And for April, the credit sales is 158400 Now, uh, as per requirement, you are required to complete the debtors collection schedule for two months, which is March and April. Now, we have the information, that is information F says, collection from debtors. We are going to collect our 45% settled, 45% of the debtors will settle the accounts in the month of the sales. The information F says 45% of the debtors will settle the accounts in the month of the sales and they will receive a 5% discount. 45% of the debtors will settle their accounts in the month of the sale and they will actually receive 5% discount. And it goes further to say 50% of the debtors will settle the accounts in the following month. Um, and then provision is made for 5% bad debt. Now, concerning this information, since we've been told that the 45% of the debtors will settle their, their accounts in the month of the sales. Now, as I'm checking, we uh, managed to, sub, to sell goods on credit in February. Goods were sold on credit in February, which means the credit sales for February is 152,000. But since we've been told that 45% of the debtors will settle their accounts in the month of the sales, therefore it means out of the credit sales of 152,000 in February, we are going to receive 45%. Now, the 45% that we are going to receive, it will be in February. So we, we, we cannot have an entry in February because we, have been, we are required to prepare the data collection schedule for two months, which is March and April, and February falls outside our budget period. And that would mean we're not going to have an entry with regard to the 45% because the 45% falls outside our budget period. And if that is the case, we move on to the second percentage, which says 
50% of the debtors will settle the account in the following month. Remember, if we supplied goods on credit in February, therefore we received a 45% in the same month, which is in February, and of which the 45% falls outside our budget period, and we move on to the 50%. 50% will be received uh, in the following month which means that is the month after February, that will be in March. So we're going to calculate the, the, the 50% of 152,000, which happens to be uh, something like um, 76,000. So we're going to receive uh, 76,000. That is the 50% of... 152,000. So that 76,000 is going to be received in in March. So you're going to record 76,000 in March. Remember, under the month, you have February. Under the credit phase, it's 152,000. And then we budget for March and April. Now we're going to receive and forty-five percent in March, which is going to be the forty-five percent of hundred and fifty-two thousand, which is seventy-six thousand. Now we we are done with the credit sales for February, and then we also need to move on to um, the the credit sales for March. Let's check what's happening in March. Um, we are going to receive um, 50% in March. We are going to receive uh, 50% in March. And then the 50%, remember, the trade sales for March, um, it's going to be... Uh, let's check how much is the credit sales for March. The credit sales for March is 160,000. The credit sales for March is 160,000. And you need to check the information for March. So, information at space. Remember, we're going to use the same information. So, information at um uh, 45% will settle the account in the month of the sales and we will receive a 5% discount. 45% will be received in March and we will receive 5% discount. So if that is the case, uh, if that is the case, we need, we need to say... Uh, and remember, we are going to take that amount of 160,000, we multiply it by uh, 45%. Because we're going to receive uh, 45% in the same month. Therefore, we are going to see 160 multiplied by 45 over 100. Because it says here, uh, we are going to receive 5% discount. 
Therefore, we are going to say since out of 100%, we are going to be given a 5% discount. We are going to say 100% minus 5%. Therefore, we are left with 95%. So, so to arrive at the correct figure after taking into account the, the discount, is the calculation is going to be as follows. The Limpopo Department of Education believes that education is the key to overcoming poverty. As a result, we have partnered with Capricorn FM to bring radio lessons to all grade 12 learners in Limpopo. Starting on Monday, 17 August, tune in and catch expert teachers as they present live lessons for an hour. From Monday to Friday between 5 and 6 p.m. on Just Drive and again on Saturday and Sunday evenings between 6 and 7 p.m. on the Royal Movement and the Afterglow respectively. Limpopo Department of Education Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. Uh, for those who have just joined us, we are busy with the preparation of the cash budget and the data collection schedule. And we were busy with the, the credit sales for March, which is 160000 And the information app says 45% of the data will settle the the they are counts in the month of the sales, which happens to be March. So, which means in March, we expect to receive 45% from the data, and we are going to allow them a 5% discount. Now, to do the, the correct calculation here, it's going to be 160,000 multiplied by 45 over 100 multiplied by 95 over 100 because out of 100% we've been given 5% discount and it will give you 68,400. So which means the, the, the collection for March will be 68,400. So in March we are going to collect 68,400 from the data. Now going to April, in April, um, it's going to be, uh, because the information says 50% will settle the accounts in the following month. Now, if we, we sold goods on credit in, a, in, in March, and then we receive 45% in March, and then we will also receive 50% in the following month. So the following month in this particular activity going to be in April. Now, the stock that was purchased on credit in March, that is the 50% of the data will settle the account in April, and that means we're going to say the calculation is going to be as follows. That is 160,000 multiplied by 50 over 100, which is uh, something like 80,000. So we're going to collect 80,000 from data and then that is going to be recorded in the birth. Now, moving on to the credit sales for April. Uh, the credit sales for April is 158,400. And then we're going back to the percentage. It says 45% of the debtors will settle the account in the month of the sales, and they will receive a 5% discount. So for the, 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 the stock that was sold on credit in April, we expect to receive 45% discount. And during the same month, we are going to allow them 
a 5% discount. Now, coming to the calculation, it's going to be 158,400. We multiply by 45 over 100, and we multiply it again by 95 over 100, and it will give you uh, 67,716. So the collection from that in April will be 67,716, and you will call it accordingly. So that means we are done with the data collection schedule. Therefore, you need to add the total for March and the total for April. So as I'm adding all these figures, the total cash from debtors for March is going to be 144,400. And the total cash from debtors for April is going to be 147,716. So we are done with the debtors collections collection schedule, and we need to transfer this figure to the cash budget. Now, moving on to the preparation of the cash budget, and according to this activity, the cash budget is already prepared for us, but there are certain amounts that are missing. So what we need to do is to calculate um, the missing amount. So we need to calculate the missing amount now, we have the, an extract from the cash budget, so uh, we are going to prepare the cash budget for two months, uh, which is March and April, and then we will have the cash receipt, and then under the cash receipt, we have the cash sales. Now, the cash sales for March, it's a question, it's not given, then the cash sales for April is 237,600. So we need to calculate the cash sales for March. Now, since the cash sales for March is the question mark, and the information B says the business has only one supplier. And the commission of 7% of the total sale is receivable in month following the sale. And information C says the cash sales amount to 60% of the total sales. And information D says uh, the total sales for February were 380,000. Remember, we we need to calculate the cash sales for March. Now, for us to get the cash sales for March, we need to take the total sales. The total sales, we multiply it by 60%. Because information C says, the case sales amount to 60% of the total sales. Now we are going to change the total sales. We multiply it by 60% and we divide it by a commission of 7% because information B says the business has only one supply. 
and the commission of 7% of the total sales is receivable in the month following the sales. That is why here I'm saying we're going to take the total sales multiplied by 60% and then divided by 7%. So in this particular activity, the total sales is 380,000. We multiply by 60 over 100. It will give you something like 228,000. And you divide it by 7% and you multiply by 60%. It will give you 240,000. So the case sales for March is now 240,000. So we are done with the case sales for March. Then we move on to uh, cash from data. Remember, a few minutes ago, we have already calculated the cash uh, from data. Now what you need to do, you just take the total from data collection schedule and you transfer it to the cash budget. So the, the cash from data for March is going to be 144,400 and the cash from data April it's going to be um, because here is a question mark but we have already prepared the data collection schedule then we know how much is the the, the, the cash from data for April so the cash from data for April it's going to be 147,716 we just transfer the total from the cash from data from the data collection schedule to the cash budget. Therefore, it will give you 137,016. Now we move on to uh, the, the, the receipt section. Um, the receipt section, under the receipt section, we have the first income that is the rent income. So information says the rent for March was given, which is 3,000. So the rent for March is given is 3,000, but the rent for April is a question mark. We don't know how much is the rent for April. So what we need to do, we need to calculate the rent for April. We need to check the information. Information says a tenant rented a storage room in our building and he moved in on the 15th of March 2016 and was required to pay only half the rent amount. Uh, this tenant just moved in uh, during the month. And since he moved in, in on the 15th, and then um, we required, uh, uh, he was required to pay only half of the, the rent amount. So he was informed that the rent will increase by 5.5% in April. Now, in March, he will pay half, but in April, the tenant will pay um, the full amount plus an increment of 5%. Now, how to calculate this amount? The rent amount for March is 3000 So the tenant was required to pay half of the rent because he moved in in the middle of the month. Now, which means we will be, um, uh, we are going to take the monthly rent, which is 3,000, and we divide it by two, which is going to be 1,500. 
From there, uh, the 1,500, we add 5.5% because the rent will increase in April. Um, the rent for uh, the rent amount for March um, is going to be increased by uh, the the 5.5 percent, and then as such, it's going to be uh, 3,000 divided by two. It's going to be 1,500. We multiply by because the rent is now going to be increased by 5.5 percent from 100. Percent we add 5.5, then we are going to have 105.5 percent. So the 3,000 divided by two is equals to 1,500. We multiply by 105.5 percent, and it will give you 6,330. So the rent for April will be 6,330. We are done with the, the, the rent amount. Now we move on to the loan. There is no loan amount for March, but the loan for April is given, which is 180000 So in April, the loan amount is going to be 180000 And then from there, uh, we move on to the commission income. Uh, the commission income for March is twenty six thousand six hundred, and for April is twenty eight thousand twenty eight thousand. So you add all this income for March, and you also add the income for the April. Then it will give you the total receipt. So we are done with the the, the receipt section. Now we are moving on to the cash payment section. Now, the cash payment section, we're going to have cash purchases of training stock. The cash purchases of training stock for March, the question mark. So let's check the information. Information is that 10% of the trading stock is bought on credit, and the creditors are paid in full in the month following the the month of the purchase. Now, if if 10% of the training stock is purchased on credit, therefore, 90% of the training stock will be purchased for cash. I repeat the statement. If 10% of the training stock is purchased on credit, out of the 100%, we know that, therefore, the remaining percentage is the cash purchases of the trading stock, which is going to be 90%. So the payment to creditors for April is given, which amounts to 28,250. And there, there is no other information about the, the trading stock, uh, the stock purchase. So the cash purchase of trading stock will be calculated as follows. We are going to take the payment to creditors for stock uh, which is 28,250, we multiply by 90% and divide it by 10%, it will, it will give you uh, 254,250. Payment to creditors for stock is 28,250, we multiply it by 90 over 100, and then we divide it by 10%, 
and it will give you uh, 254,280. So the 
Therefore, the interest is calculated at 10.5% per annum, and the interest on loan is not capitalized. When they say the, the interest is capitalized, it means the interest is added to the loan amount. But in this particular activity, no interest was added on the loan amount. Therefore, the interest on loan will be calculated as follows. We are going to say um, the 180,000 multiplied by 10.5% multiplied by 1 over 12, it will give you something like 1,575. So the 1,575 is going to be the monthly uh, interest. The reason why we take the amount, the loan amount multiplied by 10,5, that is the interest on loan. And then it will give you the interest on loan for the whole year. Then you divide it by 12. Then it will give you the interest on loan for one month, which is going to be 1,775. So the monthly interest on loan will be 1,575, which is payable in April. We are done with the calculation for the interest on loan. We're going to check other expenses. We have insurance. For March, uh, the insurance is 2,260 is given. And for April, the insurance is 2,260. And then the other expense, we have a drawings. Drawings for March is 18,000 is given. And drawings for April is also given in the same amount. And then we also have delivery expense for March is 30,000. And the delivery expense for April is 30,000. And the other expense is the Sandra expense. For March, the Sandra expense is 87,600. And for April, the Sandra expense is uh, 89,790. Now, you add all the receipts, it will give you total receipts, and then you add all the payments, and then it will give you the total payments. And from there, you're going to see total receipt minus total payment. It will give you the cash surplus. And from there, you add the opening balance, and then it will give you uh, the closing balance. According to this activity, um, the closing balance is in brackets. Okay. This grade 12 lesson was proudly brought to you by the Department of Education in partnership with Capricorn FM. Working together, we can do more, providing quality education. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.